house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes, the house takes you. Unless, when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this because a little bit that I rush, it felt like I rushed. That was good, I liked it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Big Easy Bets Podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. Yo. With us on the ones and twos, Joseph Ascani. What's up? This is episode 174. It's Army-Navy week and NFL week 14. We got a lot to get into, a lot to recap. Uh, college football, is, shit has hit the fan in college football. Uh, there's no two ways about it. The college football playoff final four has been announced. We'll touch on all of that. We're going to recap another incredible week. Uh, just when it comes to conference championships, nobody does it better than us. I went back and looked last year. I was eight and three last year. Uh, this year, ten and three. You're eight and two. Joseph five, four and one, five and one. It was an all around good week yet again. Um, so I guess let's get into it. Uh, stop what you're doing right now. Hit subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Doesn't matter. Follow us on Instagram wherever. Let's uh, break it down. The college football playoff final four has been announced. So we sat here. Um, I thought about it a lot because when it got announced, we were shooting pool, wasn't really thinking too much into it. Um, My first thought was good in terms of the quality of games. But we talked about it, what, two weeks ago. And so you said you would have put Bama in over Florida State before they even announced it. Do you still stand by that? Um, Obviously, that's how it played out. That's how it turned out Bama's in. As the four sits, for those living under a rock, Michigan at one, Washington at two, Texas at three, Alabama, almost at Florida State, Alabama at four. So do you think the committee I said that right? two weeks ago. Didn't he? I thought you did. I think you said. I could have said with certainty. And I was saying, well, maybe we were talking about Texas, Bama, and you said you would have put Bama in over Texas, but it was one of the two. You said you would have had Bama, uh, Alabama in. Yeah, I thought that if they ran the table, they were going to get in for sure. But we weren't talking – if we th- this was a few weeks ago, though. Yeah, it, I think it was two. It was before conference championships. I think it was yeah. that episode going into conference championships, and that's when I was saying the head-to-head with Texas has to matter and all of that. But so do you think the committee got it right? Yeah. You do? Yeah. I don't know. I, I started thinking about it, and I don't because I saw someone else's explanation about it, and it made a lot of sense. I I think it completely discredits the regular season. It does. Because if Jordan Travis was healthy, would Florida State be in? Yes. You don't judge off of – you just judge off the wins and losses. You can't judge – Well, they have it in there, don't they, that part of the part of the way they decide who gets in and who doesn't, they do take account in injuries <clears throat> to – to significant players. I'd like to go back and see when that was put in there. I'd like to see if that was back in there in 2007. I mean, I didn't go fucking read the rule book or anything, but people were posting screenshots of the criteria they use to decide who makes, makes the final four. Yeah. I mean, you could, so Florida state ran the table. They're undefeated. They won their conference championship. You said going into conference, going into last week, you said, I hope Louisville wins. You said, I don't know how it's if they will, but you said, I hope they do. 
and that would be because you didn't want to see Florida State in the college football playoff, right? Yeah. I hope that they... I knew it was going to be chaos if they won. I hope that... I was hoping, obviously because I bet on them, but I was hoping Louis, Louisville would have won too because I also thought if Florida State won, they were going to be in. And I think everybody kind of thought that because they should be. They should be in. Why did Cincinnati get in? Yeah. I'll tell you why. It's because they were the only undefeated team that year. So that's the one caveat to that. But they shouldn't have got in. They weren't one of the four best teams. No. So this whole it's the four best, that doesn't that doesn't It's not exactly the four best, but it's like a it's a mixture of most well, deserving and then Well, that's what Kirk Curb Street's going around on all the podcasts and saying it's the four best teams. But it's not the four best teams. What do you mean? You're saying currently it's not the four best? Yeah, because Georgia's not in. Georgia's not in, in. Ohio State's yes. better than Washington? Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, there's a plenty plenty of teams that are yeah. better than Washington. Yep. That's the argument they're using, though. And so what's the – I just – I think it's impressive that a Louisville team that beat Notre Dame and has far exceeded initial expectations with Jeff Brom under head coach and all of that – and I've, I've been critical of Louisville, yada, yada. A third-string quarterback with Florida State, and they still win? Yeah. That's pretty impressive. To go into the swamp in Florida with a backup quarterback and still win? So I've thought about it. If you're looking at it from just a perspective of – because it's without question. we were It was going to be a dud of a game. And if anybody should be pissed outside of Florida State, it should be Michigan because they were going to have a cakewalk to the national championship. Now they've got the harder of the two games. The 1-4 is the harder than the 2-3 matchup, mm-hmm. at least by betting odds. But it discredits the regular season. They won every single game they played. They scheduled out-of-conference SEC games, or well, both on the road. They beat LSU first first week. I don't understand how. It, it kind of, in my opinion, it had to be one of those things where everybody goes, fuck. Now we're going to have to watch a shitty game because they won their games. So... And I was going back and forth with somebody on Facebook today, and I didn't. I, I, he doesn't pay attention to the games because he was trying to say that like Clemson's trash and Duke's trash, and and they're not trash. Duke's not trash. Duke didn't. When Riley Leonard's healthy, Duke's a good team. They have players on both sides. That's why Mike Elko's getting hired by Texas A and M, and that's Clemson's turned it around. Toward, later down the stretch, they had two overtime losses. If you take those away, it's a completely different story. If the ball bounces their way, they maybe beat Florida State, who we're talking about. But to say that they're trash to go. I mean, we were on Clemson, I believe. Or no, I was on uh, whatever I was on, over the under or some shit. No, I think I'm, I don't know what I was on, on that game. But we were talking about how Clemson was going to hang in that game against Florida State, the, the 11 a.m. game. And it went to overtime. So it's like that's not a that's not a, just a cakewalk just because it's a down year for Clemson. That's not like a blemish. Like, oh, you went to overtime with Clemson. You know what I mean? People are trying to use these wins as like it's a – like, do they have as tough of a schedule of Alabama, as Alabama? No, but neither did Washington. So I just don't understand. I don't understand how you can leave them out. And one person's argument was, that made a lot of sense to me was that this was kind of a anything goes year because everything changes next year. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they make this decision if it's four teams again next year because now you set a bullshit precedent. You know what I mean? Yeah. They had immunity this year because everything changes and everybody will forget and everybody will be enamored with the 12-team playoff. But imagine if you were a Florida State fan. Yeah. 
or the players. Dude, that D-line's fuck. You said it yourself. You're like, that defense is the, the real deal. Yeah, no, if Travis doesn't get hurt, they have a really good chance but you, to win it all. But you've also set a precedent by putting Ohio, keeping Ohio State in, and we saw Cardell Jones win the national championship. So how do we see that and then go, Florida State can't? Yeah, that was when they were when he was playing though they um they were putting up points. I understand, but also so too, it's a little bit different. But there, also too, Tate Rodemaker would have been healthy. I understand he didn't look great against Florida. Uh, I was on Florida, but we don't know with time to plan a game plan around him. Whatever, however it may be, with the defense that they have, with the D line apparently uh, figuring things out down the stretch and being dominant. It's like they could – you never know. You never know what could have happened. And I don't know. It's just kind of – I was giving Danny Cannell shit, and then I started thinking about it. I was like, he's kind of got a point. Well, then someone said um, Danny Cannell played for Florida State in yeah, 1993. He, yeah. And won a national championship. Well, in that year, there was another – I think the Pac-12 champion may have been undefeated and didn't – didn't play. Yeah, no. This is the, so it's it's not. I like, remember the BCS hosing people all the yeah. time. This is not like some revelation, but it is the first time a Power Five school's gone undefeated, and at least in the college football playoff era, and not got in. How do you put Cincinnati in and not put Florida State in? Who was in? Who was in that year? Alabama played Cincinnati. Who yeah, did, they beat them like twenty six to six or something. Them, yeah. Who was the other matchup? I don't. I can look it up for you. Was that that was Ritter? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and let's put it this way: that Cincinnati team versus this Florida State team, I would take this Florida State team with that defense. Oh yeah, but so that's and I understand you can't really look at it like that. Uh, what year was that? Twenty 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 one, I think. Yeah, we were at um, Habaneros. Yes. <laughs> um, two thousand twenty one. It was number four Cincinnati versus number one Alabama, and then it was Michigan and Georgia. Yeah. Georgia stomp Michigan. 34 to 11. So, I don't understand. I just don't, unbiased or whatever, looking at it from an out bird's eye view, we get better games now. So, I, I'm happy from that standpoint. Yeah, well, and that certainly went into the decision making. Well, yeah. yeah, but that's money, though. Definitely. That yeah. shouldn't, in my opinion. That shouldn't go in. It shouldn't be um, dollar value Messing with the decisions, you know what I mean? It shouldn't, but that's but, how it is. But it shouldn't be for these that's particular for decisions. Everything. It should go. It shouldn't be a committee that has money riding on it and probably lining their pockets under the table. I would be willing to bet. And ESPN has the the broadcast rights to Alabama. They also were saying too that Florida State would have got ten million dollars for making the college football playoff, so they don't have to pay them that. There's a whole laundry list of things that go into it. But the fact of the matter is, if Alabama... And this that was another thing. This guy was trying to say how Bama's exponentially better than Florida State. At this very moment, yes, they lost their starting quarterback. But if they were both healthy, what would, what would we say? What would the line be? Alabama, Florida State, neutral site, everybody's healthy. Uh, Field goal or less? Yeah. Definitely. So when he's talking about it, he's saying how Alabama, far and away was the more impressive team this year because they played in the ACC. I don't understand. I disagree exponentially. I don't understand how you can say, as we're watching them sleepwalk through USF when I was on that game, 
in the fucking rain as you're, let's see, I'm going to just pull it up because they played a full strength Texas team and lost by two scores when everybody was healthy. You've got, let's see. course it's going to pull up every fucking game that they played in the last decade um yeah obviously we know what happened with the iron bowl they went by a, a prayer and we wouldn't even be having this conversation an absolute prayer you've got a six point win over a&m with max johnson they, that a&m loses their starting quarterback at the beginning of the year he tried that's what he tried to tell me that's why i was like i don't think you're watching these games because he said they they um ran through Ole miss so buddy they were losing at halftime seven to six what are you talking about they ran through Ole miss they didn't run through shit they lost by two scores to texas like I said, the sleepwalk through South Florida. He's like, well, they killed Mississippi State. Mississippi State sucked. Mississippi State was horrible. They beat a shitty fucking Arkansas team by three points. When you really, I mean, when you break it down, it's like outside of the Georgia game, take Georgia out of the equation because that's the most impressive win of the year. I understand. What have they done that was impressive this year? Alabama. Yeah. I'm asking. Beat take us. Georgia out of yeah, the equation. Yeah, they beat LSU. Yes with a dog shit defense. Yeah, so it's still impressive offensively. I mean, I they got better as the year went on. Who's they? Alabama. Of course. But still, is that their best win, LSU? Besides Georgia? Um, you're saying Yeah, I'm saying take take, take Georgia, Georgia out of the equation. Um, uh, LSU Ole Miss. Yeah. But it's uh, that's what I'm saying though, it's an yeah. Ole Miss it's an Ole Miss team one that fucking we just saw with Mississippi State. Ole Miss has been overrated for a decade. I, I don't buy the the Ole Miss. Like, I understand they were ranked for the majority of the year. I wasn't impressed with Ole Miss this year. I, I mean, they said Jackson Dart's coming back. I, I couldn't I couldn't give less of a shit. I don't think he's I don't think he's that good. I don't think Ole Miss was ever really that good. So and they beat they were losing at halftime. They only scored they went up twenty four to ten against our subpar Ole Miss defense. So my point is, if it's the that's what they keep saying too, the eye test. What has the eye test shown you about Alabama? That they were bad in the beginning of the year and then got back to more like the Alabama we're used to? Yeah. That shouldn't get you in over an undefeated conference champion. Yeah. I mean, I, I see both. If I was a Florida State fan, I'd be upset. But um... So, so a, a win at home against LSU is... Better than a win on a neutral site week one against LSU by three scores. Yeah, but that's not it's not the same team that beat LSU. What do you mean? Florida State is not the same team. I know, but week I, one I, I that they are now. I don't know that you can. I don't see how you can penalize a team. You got to, in my opinion, you got to just hope they lose then. And if they keep winning, then tip your cap to them. They get in because yeah, obviously they're not as good. Obviously they will get run out of the building by whoever they play. Michigan would steamroll the second or third string quarterback. I understand, but you still should have to lose the game. Because what if, what if Rodemaker, who we haven't seen, what if Rodemaker ends up coming back next year and, oh, like, holy shit, he's lighting it up, and he's a Heisman candidate. I don't think he will, but we haven't seen a large sample size of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what if they never let Ohio State get in and Cardell Jones doesn't get to win the national championship? We don't know what he could have done, but we do know that they won every game. So how do you keep them out? Because we let Alabama go in that had to, it took a fourth and 31 to beat a team that got fucking blown out by New Mexico State. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like you you deprive people that 
did what they needed to do and won the games that, that they that were on the schedule. These kids are still at Florida State. You never fucking know. Jordan Travis sucked, and then all of a sudden he was good mm-hmm. and had this incredible turnaround. So who knows what t- Tate Rodemaker or the other guy that people were hyping up to me that's a high prospect. Who knows what they could do? We could have a good opinion that they would get blown out of the water, but you never fucking know. And that's kind of what sports are is the, the underdog. They have a huge chip on their shoulder. You never know what they do. Maybe they shock the world against the Michigan teams who've, whose offense looks kind of shitty. You know what I mean? I would be willing to bet that that Michigan team do would struggle. you think if they would have made it, they would have been in the fourth spot? Florida State? I think you would have to. Why wouldn't have they been put in the third spot being undefeated over True. over Texas? Why wouldn't Florida State be put in the third spot? Yeah, and then Texas gets the fourth spot. Because I feel like you know that you know that, okay, they're handicapped without their quarterback, sure. They still deserve to get in, but they don't deserve to be over a Texas team. They've done enough to get in. They've won the games to get in. But if we're talking, okay, these are the final four teams, you make them go through the number one. Yeah, I think if they would have gotten in, you would have had to put them over Texas. Why, though? Just because they're undefeated? Yeah. Okay. So it's the same argument that uh, why Alabama got in over them that you're putting Texas in over them. Yeah, I mean, I would argue that Texas had, outside of the Georgia win, Texas had the most impressive win of the year on the road in Tuscaloosa. So, but do you agree that if it was four teams next year and it wasn't expanding, do you think that they would have still done this the same way? I don't know. Well, what do you think? No 12-team playoffs out the window. Never even never even was talked about. I, for I, the I thought future. they were going to get in. Who, Alabama? Florida. State. State. Okay. So... But that, so then yes, you would think that if there was no 12 team playoff on the horizon, that they'd definitely at least be looking at it differently. They said they voted on it like six to eight times. Whatever that even means. They even, they talk about these guys. Like they don't even fucking hardly watch football. How many people is the committee made up of? Multiple. I don't think anybody really knows. It's it's like a fucking. (laughs) I saw the dude, the chairman or whatever came out and like. Yeah. Spoke on it. But. Look, I understand the logic from the standpoint of these are the most competitive games, but you needed Florida State to lose. They had to lose. Louisville should have went in and beat a fucking Florida State team with a third string quarterback that couldn't do shit on offense. They tackled the punter who didn't punt the ball for some reason. They got the ball inside the ten yard line and still couldn't score a touchdown. So, yeah, Plummer put it on him too. What that tight end in the back of the end zone? Oh yeah, and then he fell and got hurt. But, okay, so like you said, though, you thought they were going to put Florida State in. I thought they were going to put Florida – I even tweeted something like a couple weeks ago, and I was like, zero chance they leave Florida State out if they run the table. And then I deleted it because I started thinking about it and saw people saying, I was like – I said, I mean, maybe. I was like, who the fuck knows? But I think, yeah, if they were not going – if 12-team playoff was never talked about and it was still four, you put Florida State in because you can't set the precedent of – okay, it's just the best teams who we think are the best, a bunch of fucking old guys at a hotel. These are who we think are the best. Because then there's no point in playing. You just put Florida, you just put fucking Alabama, uh, Alabama, Georgia, guarantee Alabama, Georgia, top of the food chain. They're in every single year then. Yeah. And you might as well just have them play. So you think that's why they put Cincinnati in? 
I think, well, like I said, Cincinnati was the only undefeated team that year. Like they knew they would get too much shit and they'd have to do it next year as well? Not that they'd get too much shit. It's just that Cincinnati was undefeated. They won all their games. So I don't think you really had a choice. They were the only undefeated team too. Maybe if it was like this year where you had Michigan and Washington undefeated and whatever, maybe they don't get in. I think that's the one Yeah. The one. Um, bullet point there is that no one else was undefeated, at least at the top of the. At yeah, Georgia, everything. I think, lost to Alabama in the SEC championship that year, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody had one loss because yeah. I was looking at it earlier. Um, but you, I don't think they do it. If, if, if there's no 12 team coming next year, I, I think Florida State's definitely in because it's not, it's not a precedent that you can set that. You win all these games. I mean, it's going to, somebody was saying it's going to fucking tremendously affect like Florida State and recruiting and shit when they can point and be like, look, they won all their games. They didn't get to go. Why would you want to go there? Come to the SEC. Yeah. Which we all know the SEC reigns supreme, obviously. But yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, the more I thought about it, the more it was kind of just like we needed Louisville. And now Louisville couldn't come through, so we're going to get a shitty game in the college football playoff. You think it had something to do with that, with them not wanting to leave the SEC out? Oh, of course. Yeah, SEC is the cash cow. Because they have without, without since a doubt. the playoff started, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, the SEC champion's always been in the. Yeah, yeah football's bigger down south. More people care, right. for one. Um, but it's like, why TCU get in? Last yeah. year, they were undefeated, they lost to Kansas State. Oh yeah, I was on them. TCU Max Duggan, fuck yes. TCU lost in the Big Twelve Championship. I was on Kansas State. I think you were as well. Who who was their big win? Um, that really like propelled them in. Let me see. TCU had to be their conference championship. No, that was that was. That's why I just said they lost the Big Twelve Championship. I'm pretty pretty certain. I could be wrong. I'm pretty fucking certain. They lost the Big 12 championship. I, I know they lost to Kansas State. I think that was the Big 12 championship. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, 2022, TCU. Yes, 31 to 28 in overtime. Because that was the Duggan game where he's like, they're hyping him up and he's like pushing him away because he's about to pass out and shit. They lost 31 to 28. Their best win, they beat Texas on the road 17 to 10. They beat a number eight ranked Oklahoma State 43 to 40 in double overtime. Um, they beat Kansas, who was ranked 38-31. They beat Oklahoma 55 to 24. So why the fuck did TCU get in when they lost in their conference championship? Yeah. Yeah, Gr- fair enough. Granted, they dropped 50 on Michigan. I understand. But then they got they baited me. In the fucking championship, sixty-five to seven. Yeah, that's that's one of the reasons too that people were saying was what happened with TCU last year. That's bullshit, though. That's that's on them for putting TCU there after they lost. Florida State didn't lose. It's a it's a Louisville team that beat Notre Dame. Who I understand got exposed as not as good as what we all thought in the beginning. Um, but regardless, it was a Louisville team. I think they were, what were they, 10? They were around the top 10, if not 10. What, what was Louisville's record? Or, well, they uh, lost to Kentucky, so they game, dropped. They were, I think they were 12. But yeah, game. and they lost on a fucking kick return at the end. So if that's the difference, like like they very nearly won the game. I just don't understand how you put TCU in there and you leave out Florida State. 
So I understand TCU was like the Cinderella story. But so Florida State pays the price because TCU got fucking blown out by Georgia. That, right. that, that shouldn't it shouldn't work like that. It shouldn't work like that because. Because that Florida State defense, you said it yourself, is the real deal. That's a really fucking good Florida State defense. And that's a really good run game and skill positions on the outside. They were saying that um, Keon Coleman's been banged up for quite a while. And, I mean, you're going to have all this time to get healthy between now and the game. I mean, Jared Verse might be the best pass rusher in college. He's definitely in the conversation he's if, he, if he's good. not the best. He dominated I'd fucking Louisville. super pissed if I was him. And I think you could make a legitimate argument that that defense would give Michigan some problems. So yeah, or if they they were the third spot and they're playing Washington, yeah, it's like, yeah there you go. Yeah, we Florida talked about Florida State's going to yeah. have a good chance of being the national championship. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, we talked about that. I I would I don't know what the line would be, but I mean you're going to have. I understand Oregon kind of got stymied a little bit, but life's going to be easier for the backup quarterback against a Washington. And then we got to see Washington put points up on the board against that Florida State defense. Washington that struggled against Washington State, struggled against Oregon State. Arizona State. Yeah, so if it's best, it's not the best. That Clearly, Washington, we would all agree, is maybe a top 10 team. But they nearly lost multiple times. I, I just don't understand. And I think the more you break it down, I, I think we're biased to Bama. I think everybody's naturally biased to Bama because of the dominance for a decade, two decades, whatever you but I just, they should have beat Texas. That's what it should have been. Oh, Bama wants to get in. They should have beat Texas. So, because honestly, and I think that probably, I, I think I literally said it. I made a video before when we were on the way to play pool. I was like, it hinges on Florida State. Because if Florida State's in, Texas is in over Bama. So they just said, fuck Florida State. There's more of a, there's more of a reason why we're not going to have them in because of the quarterback. There's more ammunition, and we can be like, look. Like, they couldn't put Bama in over Texas. There's no way. There's no way. The head-to-head, two, uh, ten-point win on the road, both conference championships, both same record. I, there's no way you could put them in over them. So, they just shafted Florida State. So, I don't know. It doesn't feel right. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a big problem with it. Yeah, but I think that's – See, this is the same. I think it would have been more of a a injustice to put them in than to keep them out. I don't know how you can say that. And this is the exact example that I always talk about with like nobody gave a fuck about the no call because it didn't happen to them. That's the way I look at it. Nobody cared about the no call with the Saints in 2018 because it didn't happen to their team. Nobody outside of us cared. So nobody outside of Florida State gives a shit. Nobody cares except all the Florida State fans and apparently me. So, but they should have been in. It should have been. Another subpar fucking game for the college football playoff, but that's the way it played out because they won all their games, and it's unfortunate Jordan Travis got got his leg broken. But I don't understand how it would be more of an injustice to put the undefeated ACC championship team in just because they wouldn't win. I know, but that's it's but, pointless to put. But we them just in. broke it down, though. We literally just broke it down where you were saying that they could go ahead and beat Washington. You were trying to make the argument that they should have been the third seed. So how could they not win? They wouldn't win the championship. They they would have no chance. Okay, what if J.J. McCarthy breaks his fucking leg? What if Jalen Milrow <laughs> breaks his leg? Then what? Are we going to swap somebody out? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We can't. It's sports. We've seen the craziest shit happen. You never know what could have happened. 
What if they did fucking win it? There's people that were saying the same shit about Ohio State, that they're not going to win it with the backup quarterback, third string quarterback. So it's like we've seen it happen in the past because they do have weapons. Benson's a fucking good running back. Keon Coleman's one of the best wide receivers in football, and he's been hurt and would have time to get healthy. And they could game plan about around whoever, Rodemaker, whoever. But with a defense, a defense can keep you in any game. I mean, I just watched the whole game of Michigan against Iowa. They didn't look great. They didn't look good at all. They're not explosive. They're not, they're not, they're not going to get, they're not getting deep ball touchdowns. I understand they've got injuries at wide receiver as well. So maybe they get healthier and, and McCarthy's been banged up. But I don't know that, I don't know. I, I, outside of the Michigan, I mean, outside of the Georgia Alabama game, I don't think that Alabama's look spectacular. So, I mean, he was on Auburn. Auburn, it took a fourth and fucking 31, and then we're not even having this conversation. So, that's what people keep talking about eye tests and stuff. Auburn should have, Auburn got fucking killed by New Mexico State. So, I just don't understand the argument. I, other, other than the, Florida State's not the team that they were, but they are undefeated. And I think it should have just been one of those where we go, fuck, this is going to, I mean, they're going to get killed. We know they're going to get killed, but they still won the games. So, I mean, it is, like they said, it's the first time a power five, a power five team went undefeated in the college football playoff era and didn't get in. So, and I would argue that the, the win over Louisville, the offense looked like shit, but the defense looked incredible. So, I don't know. I mean, what do you think? You think they got it right? I feel like I've my opinion's like literally like everyone else's. It's like I can understand either way. It's the same thing that everybody keeps saying it. It's like you could see why they did what they did, but then you think like if if it was LSU, I'd be livid. Like if I'm a Florida State fan, I'd be pissed. If I'm a player, I'd yeah, be what if, more what pissed. If, what if Jaden Daniels flip flop because we were. Oh, I'd be livid. Both both teams were in very similar situations. Both teams had quarterbacks, Heisman Trophy odds, which we'll get to in a little bit. Um, Jaden Daniels breaks his leg. Garrett Nussmeyer's coming in. We know that Nussmeyer has potential, but nobody's really seen him do anything. And they leave us out. And then they don't put us in. Oh, I'd be pissed. But we know that Garrett Nussmeyer can fucking... I have Florida State fans telling me that Brock Glenn's incredible. Didn't look incredible. Even but, if it wasn't Nussmeyer, even if it was someone that we knew wasn't that good, I'd still be fucking... Well, just be, yeah, just because no. we're fans. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think everybody has a valid argument. Like, I can understand what Nick's saying, too, is they're doing, they got to do what they got to do. And they're, what they're doing is what they think are the best matchups because they don't want that shit to happen again. But then it's like, it doesn't matter if it's going to happen again. You're not giving the team that deserves it the most a chance. And I don't think that it should be judged on a monetary and that's level. How, that's, but I mean, that's how that's it's what it is, been. though. It's, it's, it's it an shouldn't, it shouldn't it be. Shouldn't Absolutely be, not. No, because it, it robs these kids who have worked their ass off all year long of potential. I mean, trying to at least win a championship. But that's just, we knew that, though. That's how it's been. It's yeah, it would have been interesting if Rodemaker didn't get injured and then played well against Louisville. Yeah. What would have happened? It sucks that. Yeah, if it's like a the what, concussion and whatever. Like but a 28 to 6 game or something like that. Like yeah. They have more I guess offense. if they just showed couple more touchdowns but it's like i don't know i was looking at it like i think the fucking defense shows you something like the defense performed better than i thought i didn't think the defense was going to be that dominant they had florida state's defense is as good as i was do i think florida state's defense is as good as i was 
Yeah, I would. I think I think the Big Ten's defensive numbers kind of get inflated because the majority of the schools are trash and don't throw, and they just want to run. Like you got yes. Minnesota, you've got Nebraska, you've got these teams throughout. The, it's very top heavy in the Big Ten, and then everybody else is like a clone. So I look at the teams that are in right now, and the t- and the, there's really two that I think would be blowouts if Florida State got in right now: uh, Alabama and Texas. I don't think Washington will blow them out, and I really don't. Even though Michigan's undefeated and they're the shit, I just see that could be another defensive no, game, I, and that would be close. Yeah, as well. I legitimately think that like Michigan should win, but I think that their style of play is going to make it to where a couple bad turnovers could fucking That's potentially exact, exactly yeah be the difference. But if it's Alabama or Texas that they ended up playing, I just, I don't see that being a good game. I think that's what they were worried. Yeah, about. Yeah, no, I think yeah, I think. Um, Alabama's defense is really fucking good that which it's gotten better. It was looking suspect there for a little while, but I don't yeah, I think that they would struggle to put points up on the board. Texas and eventually Milrose legs would give you trouble and then and then Texas is just too good on offense that there's no way that Florida State would be able to match them. But I mean, it's like you just said, you think that they could potentially give Washington a game. So if we're going by like ah uh, the the quarterbacks hurt, no, I'd bet on them to beat Washington. So how are they not in then? That's what I'm saying. Well, Washington- there's a team in the college football playoff right now, undefeated conference champion that you would bet Florida State to beat. Yeah, so maybe Washington should have been kicked out. I would rather it yeah. that way. I, I would rather it that, that. way. The I only thing that. is, is that their star quarterback didn't get injured. I get it. So that's why they kept him out. But I think Florida State's more of a complete team. So it's and they keep saying. Well, it's the four best teams. I mean, Georgia's about to dog walk Florida State. Mm, I don't <laughs> know. Just about to do- if they play their players, I don't know how If Florida State work. gives a fuck and wants to send if a message. Type, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, just Georgia not – if we're going by the best four teams – yeah, no, Georgia, Georgia not should be, to be in. in over Washington. I mean, if you're looking full strength, mid-season, Florida State plays Georgia with the second or third string quarterback, oh, yes, Georgia please. would smash them. Yeah. But how much is Georgia going to give a shit about the Orange Bowl? I don't know. Um, but I'm it, saying right now, Georgia, What? what if are, you're doing best four teams. The is spread, in, what, 13 14, and a half? 13 14? and a half, 14, yeah. Why did, why did they punish Georgia? Because of their strength of schedule, right? They, they didn't have the greatest SEC strength of schedule? Well, they also lost at the worst time. Yeah, and they they unless you're TCU, losses count more at the end. Yeah, and it's a very close loss. It's a good loss, if anything. I mean, it's a terrible loss at the time, but it's, it's also a game when they're loss. favored by six, though, so they're expected to win. Um, but that's a game that's close every year, usually. Well, that's not like I. Yeah, I know. We keep just, it like, was close, but like it Alabama also wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't a true three. Like it wasn't Alabama kicked a game. No, Georgia. Field. Yeah, Georgia, Georgia was scored down by very 10. late. Down by 10, yeah. yeah, Georgia scored very late. I mean, yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. It's just it's no. Not I think the best I think you just in. said it. I, I somewhere along the way you said it would be more of an injustice to put Florida State in over Alabama, but then you'll bet on Florida State to beat Washington. Yeah, but the reason I say that is just because of the games. You're saying it was an injustice because, it, because it would be an injustice because the games. I I understand, and that's where like I mean my first I mean you saw my first reaction I was like fuck yeah it's better games and and so I get it but when you really think about it it shouldn't be about that because you how are you fucking telling these kids they should only go to Alabama uh, Georgia basically they should only go to they should get out of the fucking ACC 
and they should only go to the the three or four top schools. It just I, I don't understand. Yeah, you put you put Cincinnati in, so it's not about best. You put Cincinnati in. TCU loses to fucking Kansas State. If you're a top recruit, what reason do you have to go somewhere else? No, yeah, you don't. Nick Saban, uh, it's yeah, all he's no got to do is go look. They put us in over the fucking team that ran the table. Yeah, I don't know. If you're looking for, if you're talking quality of games, injustice, and all of that, sure. But Florida State definitely deserved to be in more than Alabama, in my opinion. You have to win all your games if there's other teams that won all their games. How are two other teams? I mean, what is fucking Michigan beat Ohio State, right? Mm-hmm. Kyle McCord's in the transfer portal. We knew he fucking sucked. What did Michigan do outside of that? They beat UNLV? Penn State, Penn State, yeah, who's clearly got exposed as not being as good. Well, the big t- that's a it's the thing is that the SEC is the best conference, and it's not really up for debate. No, so it's to not. To keep the team that won the championship out, it's so just the, top to bottom. So like then they need Ole to Miss, just grandfather a spot in, which I guess they LSU essentially did. Is a lot better than the fourth, fifth best teams in, in the Big Ten. And that's the whole thing, too. The is, second best team in the ACC. Because the dude who was arguing with me earlier was saying, well, Bama beat LSU. That's more impressive than Florida State beating, uh, they said, fucking Duke. It's like they also beat LSU. They beat LSU, too, by three scores. I I just don't understand. I, I, I understand that Travis is hurt. But I don't get. I I think it's just one of those things. They had to fucking. You had to put them in, and we all had to go shit. Like you said, I hope Louisville beats them because you thought they were going to get in. I was hoping Louisville was going to beat them. I hope Florida was going to beat them because I didn't want them to get in. So we just assumed they're in. If they win, they're in. We just assumed that was the way it was because that's the way it's supposed to be. You win all your fucking games as a Power Five conference and win your conference championship, you should get in. Unless you're TCU, you can lose to fucking Kansas State and still get in. Why'd they put them in? Yeah, I didn't think they should have gotten in. Well, 65 to fucking 7 in the national championship. But I've always been a proponent of this this way of choosing. And I think it's like a super unfortunate. In the past, it's been these one-loss conference champions like TCU or Cincinnati was undefeated but not a Power 5 team that I didn't think should get in. There was better teams by far and away that were left out, like Ohio State probably that year had Justin Fields and had one loss to Michigan. In 2021? Yeah, when Cincinnati got in. I thought Ohio State should have gotten in that year. Yeah, I mean, I think that Cincinnati getting in showed you, like if you win all your games, and and that year was a a different one because no one else was undefeated at the top. Let's see. Yeah, Baylor was number five that year. Ohio State was six. Baylor was twelve and two because that was was that the year they won the Big Twelve championship? No. Yeah, that was the year yeah, they won they, the, with the end around to the yeah. the, the goal Oklahoma line that we were on State. it. Ohio State was six and had one loss. Eleven and two. Okay. Cincinnati was. Oh well, okay. This could be adding in bowl games. Yeah, that is. This is at or conference championships. This is um. Who did Ohio State play? Was that when they played Utah? Yeah, but they won, I thought. No. They won by three. Did they? I thought Utah won. 
because they won against a spread, but they, yeah, Ohio State came it was back a four from point down. spread. Ohio State came back from down big. That was when Smith. And I remember went you, off. yeah. Ohio State won that game by three. I think they might have pushed. They pushed. I think it was a four point spread. I think they pushed because they didn't do something. Utah didn't try to fucking. Um, Maybe that's what it was. They we re- weren't really trying to win the game. We rehashed this like at the start of this. Season. Yeah, this was. <laughs> our, we bet awesome. on Ohio State. It's awesome yeah. to watch those progressions on going back. Well, there's been so many games. How it happened. There's been. So I remember many games. it because I was like, "What the hell the is Utah Bowl. doing?" It was the Rose yeah. Bowl. Because if they were trying to win the game, the likelihood is that Ohio State would have uh, probably covered. Yeah. But they weren't. It was yeah. like fucking weird. Yeah, they're like running clock down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was the Rose Bowl. Yeah, I mean, we'll leave it there. We're 40 minutes in. Um, it. I think it's. I, I think they should have just got in. I feel bad for Florida State fans. It does remind me, because I remember fucking being so upset when they hosed us in the, in the NFC Championship as Saints fans with the no call, and no one gave a fuck. And I was, like, talking to people about it, and, like, you try to explain, and, like, they don't care, so you're just wasting your breath explaining it. No one fucking cares until it happens to them. Oh, yeah. And nobody remembers it. I fucking remember it. I remember the same scenario where no one else gives a fuck and you want people to understand your side. They won all their games. In my opinion, they should have got in. It would have sucked. They would have got killed without question. But that's not up to the committee to decide, like, oh, the best games, in my opinion. If you win all your games, you should get in. Because Washington fucking sucks. You just, uh, I would bet Florida State over Washington as well. And I think that's telling. So... I don't know. We'll see. Um, and uh, originally coming in this episode, I thought this was going to be a shorter episode, but it's not. Um, Jane Daniels is going to win the Heisman Trophy, eighteen to one odds. But Oregon was my lock of the week. So, Bo Nix sucked, dude. Bo Nix regressed back to the Bo Nix that we know best. Uh, happy feet in the pocket, throwing off his back foot, missing throws, unable to fucking come through when it mattered most. So imagine you just melted away and we should have known it because we've known Bo Nix. I guess you knew what I didn't. I didn't or you didn't take Oregon. Took team total under. Biggest game of his career with a Heisman trophy and a college football playoff berth riding on it. And he melted away under the pressure. How do you feel about it? Yeah, I felt like he was gonna choke, you know, but I wasn't willing to take Washington plus the points just because I thought I thought um I didn't really trust Washington's offense either, you know, to get it done against Oregon, but they impressed me with the run game. Yeah. They impressed me with their defense. They killed them in the trenches, which is crazy how you can watch a team all year get bullied in the trenches, and then they're like, we're going to be good today. We're going to be stronger than the other guys today. Haven't been all year. Um, seems like Washington's three points better than Oregon. That's two times now. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, But, yeah, Jaden Daniels It's essentially looking like it's a done deal, guaranteed. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Great. <laughs> it feels really good because, you know, we started off this year. We lose a Florida State. It's not looking good for Heisman. It's not mm-hmm. looking good for national championship. Uh-uh. We're losing all our fucking bets. Not all of them, but more than we're winning. Yes. And then the end comes around, and it, it flips the script. Every year. Every year. It happened last year, too. I went back and looked. Every fucking year when conference championships roll around i literally said verbatim last year i said i got all my money back on conference championships and this year it was even better because in the last two weeks uh we've been on an absolute tear i got a couple things before we get to that but um 
before we get to the recap, the transfer portal has begun and it is fucking chaos. Oh yeah. Everybody's leaving. Kyle McCord, five-star quarterback for Oklahoma or for Ohio state. I can't fucking, my brain's moving too fast to say the teams that I'm thinking about. Kyle McCord's not good. I told everybody, but he's in the transfer portal. He's leaving. No idea where he's going to go. Uh, Mike Elko obviously went to A&M. So Riley Leonard's in the transfer portal. I just saw today Jordan Mayava for UNLV. They just had their fucking great season. He's in the transfer portal. Taylor Green from Boise State's in the transfer portal. Um, Dylan Gabriel. Dylan Gabriel's going, which is crazy. Tonga Vailoa or whatever, ukulele. Oh, oh D, D, yeah. <laughs> DJ Ogilele is, and it's like, where is he going to go? Where's he yeah. going? Uh, it's weird. Sometimes you see him, they're like, we're transferring. It's like, why? Yeah, why? Yeah, you transferred and you went to a pretty good situation. Like, y'all were pretty good. Where are you going to go now? Is he going to go to Hawaii? Uh, Emeka Egbuka is going. Ohio State's in shambles. Yeah. They're losing Marvin Harrison Jr. Egbuka's going. Kyle McCord's going. Um, I don't know what the running backs are doing. I don't know what year they are. Henderson's got to be out the door soon. I don't know what's going on with Ohio State, but I'll tell you what. I made one bet on bowl season. I took Missouri. And that line came way down, I understand. I took Missouri plus one. And I think it it's still Ohio State. Missouri's going to be fired up to play Ohio State. Yeah. They might not have anybody on the field. Yeah, no, that's what you got to look for. Missouri's not going to give a fuck because it's going to be a great win to beat Ohio State, a Mizzou team that's been down in previous years, and they're good. Ohio State's not going to have anybody on the field. They're going to beat Mizzou, in my opinion. This is bowl season, obviously, next week, right around the corner. You can get burned. We cashed in fucking huge last year with the LSU game. Yeah. Because we knew we knew the way things were going to transpire before they did. We hit LSU big before the line moved. You can find these every single year. You can find them. I'm not even like I wasn't even early. Yeah, even after it moves, it's like it can't move enough. It, yeah, like when if when Brahms out and O'Connell's out. Yeah, it's like that was so nice because it, it it's, it's like very it can't rare move enough. It's very rare that you sit back. And it was you like know. nine. It went to fifteen. It was yeah. like that's still like you you can't yeah. move it enough. I don't remember what they won by, but it was like it was a blow. It was Sixty a something to whatever ten. Yeah, yeah. and it's like. Very rarely do you get to sit back and know you won before the game started. But it's like, then you just get to sit back and watch like a comedy. It's like, it's like you're watching a good movie where everybody's happy. <laughs> yeah. um, so you can find those, those edges without a doubt, but that's what I'm saying. I'm not even early to the party with Mizzou. People got Mizzou plus nine. Mm. I mean, that. oh, it's there. It's plus one. It's going to go plus one, minus one. It's going to teeter around that. Yeah. Um, I would expect more money's going to come in on Mizzou. I don't understand how you back Ohio State. Yeah. So, um, who else is in the portal? Anybody? Is there a name I'm thinking of? Um, those are the big names. Gabriel. That's crazy. It's such a weird day and age. The dude uh, Moore from UCLA. I think yeah. they think he's going to Michigan. Oh, Dante Moore. He's going to Michigan. Yeah, they got his name all over the place. Yeah, I I read something that people are very confident he's going to go to Michigan, but. Is Harbaugh even going to be there? What's going to happen with that? There's so much shit that's going to um, going to have to play out. So one of the mock drafts came out, and they have the Saints at the ninth pick taking uh, Jaden Daniels. You think we do it? I don't. I have no idea how it's going to end up. Do you want him to do it? Um. Yeah. That didn't sound like you want him to. 
I don't know, dude. The Saints are just... So you don't want them to. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he's going to solve all our problems. No, but... of course not. But it would it would, it would, would be it would be exciting. Yeah. It would at least give you... I mean, if we don't get him and we take a fucking lineman from Northern Iowa, then what do we do? What do we do next year? Yeah. What do we do? There's no light at the end of the tunnel being a Saints fan. The light is Jaden Daniels to come drag his Heisman Trophy in behind him. And when Derek Carr fucking sucks, we can all start yelling, put... Put Jaden Daniels in, put Jaden Daniels in, and then he'll get in, and it won't. Go, we won't win, but right away at least, who knows what he can do? Probably get hurt, but you at least have hope. If you don't take Jaden Daniels with the ninth overall pick, you don't have hope. You have nothing to look forward to. We suck. Uh, Mickey Loomis thinks we're good, and he thinks we're an explosive offense. Uh, Dennis Allen's a stupid fucking idiot. Dennis Allen's a dumb fucking moron. Michael Thomas is right. Michael Thomas is subtweeting the team while we're playing, talking about Derek Carr being blind. And if you don't, if you can't see, you get people hurt and they should be studied. <laughs> it's like talking in riddles. But really, he just wants to get the fuck out of here. And I don't blame him. We wasted Alvin Kamara's best years of his career, a Hall of Fame, a would have been Hall of Fame running back. You're looking at Christian McCaffrey with the 49ers. He's the best running back in football. You flip flop him, Alvin Kamara's doing the same thing. Alvin Kamara is a Hall of Fame caliber running back that we just absolutely wasted because, unfortunately, Drew Brees' arm just couldn't do it anymore. And now we have fucking Pete Carmichael, Dennis Allen. Mickey Loomis can be on his way out the fucking door, too, for all I care. Appreciate you for 06 to 013, whatever. Don't care anymore because now we're just content with having these fucking morons calling the shots. I'm so tired of seeing Dennis Allen fucking get up there and say, we got to do better. We gotta do better. We're not gonna do anything better, but we gotta do better. It's like, yeah, no shit, dude. I gotta do better at fucking betting. At least I did until two weeks ago. Then I did better. So fucking do better. You dumb asshole, dude. But I'll take Jaden Daniels. Rally around him. Um I hate Derek Carr. I hate I've never hated anybody more than Derek Carr as yeah, a player. I hate Derek Carr. And I fucking really hate Dennis Allen. And I hated <laughs> him since he's been the coach. I yeah I hate the fucking pre- it was the same shit last year. Yeah. It's like fucking no answers to anything. It's just like excuses. Last year was all our fucking players are hurt. Yeah. This year it's fucking we can't figure it out because we're too stupid. <laughs> yeah. No, it really is. There's no accountability. Like, oh, yeah, there's and that's why when we were coming into this season I, I mean I bet the Saints to win the division but I other than that it was because the division was so bad, but yeah, that's a bet. That's a bet against the division and the schedule. You should be fucking fired. It was like other than that, I fucking hated the fact that Dennis Allen was still the coach. I could, I could fucking win a couple games as coach. The schedule's that bad. I could go out there and fucking call screen passes to Alvin Kamara, and I'll say, "Hey, Derek, sit the fuck down. We're putting somebody else in." I will. I would ride with Jameis. Yeah, I. The interception, that's what people are, like, trying to defend. Like, that's not Derek Carr's fault. Like, no, the actual interception is not his fault. It should have been caught by Johnson, who's the biggest waste of money. But there's a fucking receiver wide open. Wide open. That might be a touchdown. He's that wide open. And he can't see it. It's right in front of his fucking face. That's got to be what Michael Thomas is talking about. That when you can't see, you get people hurt. Because Olave keeps getting fucking hurt. I don't know. I don't know what you do. Um, I hope we lose to Carolina. I do. I really do. I hope we keep losing. I don't care what anybody fucking says. Like, oh, you're not a real fan. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. What Win for what? Win for what? To get the fucking 15th pick and get nothing? What has the front office done? 
They drafted Hendrickson. That was a good pick. Then we let him go and we didn't pay him. We drafted fucking uh, Marcus Davenport, who's the weirdest player of all time. Always fucking hurt, giving weird answers at his press at his at his locker. I don't even know where we sent him to, but he ain't playing for Baltimore. Him. Baltimore, yeah. Is it? No, it's not. Was that's it? Where no, that's went. Marcus Williams. Oh yeah, Davenport. Yeah. Oh Davenport. Who did Davenport go to? No, Minnesota. Yes, and he doesn't play for him. And they're like, when are you gonna play? He's like, nah. he kept giving this weird, like, spiritual fucking answer. It's like, dude, shove it up your ass. We got fucking Peyton Turner. Yeah, that was the worst move of all time. Yeah, to trade away two picks to get him. But then you. Double down, and you take Peyton Turner. And then you go get Trevor Penning, who's not even fucking playing for us. He's not even playing for us. Now, he had one particular package when he would go in. We saw him. We were in Houston. They don't even let him sit on the fucking bench. They make him <laughs> kneel. They make him kneel. Hurst is taking up the spot on the bench. And the starters sit because they got to fucking rest up so they can go back in and play. Penning just sits there and fucking eats his boogers on the sideline. It's a fucking biggest... It's it. You want to talk about injustice, dude? What they've done as a front office—that's injustice. That's injustice. You've drafted nobody, nobody. Chris Olave was a fucking on a platter for you, easy pick, easy pick. But they want to get cute and they want to take these fucking people out of ITT Tech who can't do shit. The South Harmon Institute of Technology—they can't block for shit. So Trevor Penning's a fucking idiot. He looks like a Neanderthal and he can't block anybody. He's literally fucking built to make people not get past him, and he can't do it. So we're screwed. All these people out there like, oh, you're not a Saints fan. I'm not rooting for... I am rooting for us to lose. I hope we lose. I hope we lose every fucking game. I hope we lose every single game by 30. There were people, don't even fucking pretend like you weren't actively hoping that the Lions were going to run it up on us so you can shove it down Dennis Allen's fucking throat. Because I was. (laughs) So that's where I'm at with that. Um, So, I don't know. Whatever, dude. It's a dark day to be a Saints fan. And there's no light at the end of the tunnel. So let's get into the recap. We're almost an hour in. I'm going to go use the bathroom. Right? All right, go ahead. I'll get into the recap. Um, there was a lot to talk about. This is a a noteworthy day in college football history, um, or at least a noteworthy weekend. So we'll just go down top to bottom. It was conference championship weekend. We always typically do well. Um, like I said, last year I was 8-3. and three. We had 13 plays this year. Liberty minus 10 and the over 54 and a half. We started it off with a double winner. If I've been on a game side in total, I've been on a fucking tear. Side in total, I've been cashing in. Um, so yeah, Liberty minus 10 over 54 and a half. Started out a little slow. Uh, Pavia, I said we needed him to kind of carry the load a little bit, do some scoring. He did just that. He ended up getting hurt late, which was great. Liberty pulls away. Oregon minus nine was my lock of the week. Bad pick. It was one of the few bad picks I had this week. Um, Bo Nix melted under the pressure. I, and that's what's cool about doing this show. I've said it a million times. When we first started this podcast, Bo Nix played his first game. His first game, the guy who's been in college football longer than anybody else, We bet I bet against him because I could fucking sniff it out of the air. I bet on Oregon with Justin Herbert to go and take on Bo Nix on a neutral site. And Bo Nix threw up a prayer and fucking pulled off a win. Uh, but Oregon, minus nine. Go out with a loss betting on Bo Nix. It's only right that I go out or betting against Bo Nix, only right to go out with a loss betting on Bo Nix. Texas minus 14 in the over 55. Easy winners both ways. Um, Texas dominated. They were they jumped out to a 21-0 lead before we could even open our eyes. Over 55. Scoring slowed down in the third quarter after the second half, but still no sweat. Cash in the third quarter. Miami of Ohio plus eight um, against Toledo. Miami of Ohio won this game outright. I had nothing to give you other than the fact that it was Maction, and uh, they'll have 20-point favorites that lose outright. 
That's just what they do. UNLV plus two and a half. This was early reminiscent of the Utah State game. UNLV looked good to start. Uh, they actually got a pick six. I think it was tied 14 all, something around there. And then Boise State just blew them out of the water. So uh, another bad pick, but we didn't have very many. SMU Tulane under 49. Wasn't as much weather in the forecast as I thought there was going to be. It rained more early in the day. Uh, but SMU's good. SMU's a good team. That defense is the real deal. And the backup quarterback was not bad because they won the game outright. Uh, Georgia, Alabama under 55. I saw a lot of people taking the over in this game. A lot of sharp betters saying that the over was to play. It wasn't under 55 hits. Troy minus six and a half. This one was pretty much all Nick. I was going to have action on every conference championship game. I didn't really have a strong lean in this one. Troy pulled away late. Um, Vidal, Vital, whoever, the running back is a fucking stud and uh, sealed the deal for us late. Michigan minus 23. Pretty much called this one to a T. I said I didn't think I was going to score a point. They didn't. Michigan 26 to nothing win. Um, there was a punt return that was nearly a touchdown, taking 90 yards inside the five yard line. So that helped. Uh, but when you can't score, eventually Michigan, Michigan will uh, wear you down. So, and then Louisville and then Florida State under 48 and a half was the easiest bet of the fucking week because neither team could score a point. And then uh, Louisville plus two and a half. They had ample opportunities but couldn't get it done. Plummer saw him at Cal with, at Purdue before then. Uh, I know who Plummer is. I faded him earlier in the year because I knew exactly who he was. This was more of a bet for the fact that I didn't think that Rodemaker was going to play. I was correct. Uh, Brock Glenn did play. But the defense for Florida State played spectacular. So we go 10-3 and three on the week. We do not hit the lock, unfortunately. So we're struggling in the locks. But I said I was going to send shots. I was going to go down with the ship. We were either getting out of the gutter or we were going to be buried. We got all the way out the gutter. We're 62-58-4, and 6-9 in my locks of the week. But we are now positive on the year when it was looking bleak there for a little while. Uh, you had 10 plays. Yeah, Liberty minus 10. They won by two touchdowns. Oregon team total under 38.5. We kind of talked about it. Bo Nix didn't show up. Texas minus 14 total route against Oklahoma State. Miami of Ohio, Toledo. Um, Miami of Ohio defensively wreaked a lot of havoc in this game, making it hard for Toledo's offense. And then Miami of Ohio found a few big plays in this when they won the game outright. Um Toledo's punter is shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> the worst I've one of the worst I've ever seen. It's like if your punter can't punt at 30 yards, there's someone on the team that can. <laughs> no, so it, it is. I never understand how fucking lighting up the third string wide receiver and let him punt. I never understand how these people can I can punt a ball further than that. I'm not a collegiate punter. How is that the best you can find? I kept I was like Okay, I'm like, okay, they're eventually just going to stop punting because they're netting 20 yards on these punts. Mm -hmm. But they didn't. They just kept punting. Um, Boise State, UNLV, we were on UNLV. Uh, Boise State took care of business in this one. Alabama plus 6.5, Alabama wins outright. SMU plus 4.5, SMU won outright. Troy minus six and a half. You've talked about it. Vidal, whatever his name is, five rushing touchdowns, I think, broke a record or something. Um, and then Michigan minus 23, one by 26, 26 and nothing. Mm-hmm. You you hit, you talk about the under? Oh, yeah, the under. Um, Your most important bet? Easiest, easiest bet. It was like three nothing at halftime. I was, and then I, Michigan was the other game going on. It was two total snooze fest. Yeah, I mean, we needed a for little for the last games of the night. I I was 
I was pleased with the Michigan game down the stretch because yeah. we needed that last touchdown. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like those games, believe it or not. Like when Louisville fucking smoked Florida State's punter, like I was hyped. I, I don't, I don't, I think it puts more like enjoyment into when the team finally does score a fucking touchdown. Like, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like I, I've, I've always enjoyed those games, um, especially when I know I have the under. I'm all for it. Yeah. Like, so you went eight and two, brings you to 42, 41 and two, eight and seven in your locks of the week. Another just complete turnaround, uh, a get out of the gutter week. Uh, Joseph, you had what, five plays? Yeah. How'd went you do? Four and one. Uh, all my wins were just talked about. I was on all four of my wins you guys were on. So y'all talked about my wins. My only different play was my only loss, uh, Oregon and Washington's over 66 and a half, which. It almost hit. Yeah, too. that lost by two points if Bo Nix could have done anything. Uh, that brings me to 36 and 23 overall and 7 and 8 in my, lo- in my locks. Yeah, I think that's 69%. It's pretty good. Wait, what? I said I think that's 69%. What is he at? Against the spread. 36 and 23. Yeah, I don't know exactly. I'm pretty sure it is. It's pretty good. It's a good turnaround from last year. Um. Alrighty, so yeah, there you go. Like I said, down the stretch is typically when we turn it on. I mean, there's no, uh, there's no question marks, no getting screwed. I, that's why I said from day one, the ball just had to start bouncing my way. The ball now started bouncing my way. I didn't get screwed on any game. Um, every game that I won was relatively no sweat. Last two weeks, really. So just an all time. All time fucking turnaround. I think I'm eight and, or no, I think I'm eighteen and six the last two weeks. So, uh, I'll take it. And then obviously we still have bowl season ahead. And we pick every single bowl game, but before we get to that, we have Army and Navy. Are you excited for it? Yeah. Are you? I think last year you said you weren't. Yeah. Uh, but I, I love this game. But see that's what that's what you said the first the first year. Um. All righty, let's try to get into it. I don't really have a ton, to be quite honest. And I've honestly been a little perplexed trying to handicap the game. Um, We did say last year, because you took the over, the first over in 16 years, and you were like, I think he was like, well, what are they going to do, make it 28 next year? Or maybe you said that, and, and one of y'all were like, yeah, it's going to be like 28 next year. It's going to have to be. And it is. 27 and a half is the over-under. Army is currently a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Which way are you going? Um, you like you got more than me, so I'll let you lead the way. For what it's worth, um, Navy has been without Ty Levitai for much of the season, especially down the stretch. I messaged his mom on Twitter. And uh, she's playing her cards close to the vest. Credit to her. But if he would, if it was known he wasn't playing, I think she would have just came out and said it. She did. Uh, she then told me that he doesn't tell her, and I can respect that. So can't trust her as far as you can fucking throw. She might call the army and let him know what's going on. If I had to guess, I would say Tyler Vitae is probably playing. He is a senior. Uh, this is going to be a big game. Is Bryson Daly a senior? Because, nope, he's a junior. He'll be back. This game's going to mean a little bit more to Tyler Vitae, so take that for what it's worth. Um, but, goddamn, I don't feel good about either way. 
Yeah, I'm um, going to take Navy plus three. There's a three available on DraftKings. Um, yeah, both of the offenses rank outside the top 115 in yards per play. Army ranks 117th and Navy ranks 122nd. These Russian attacks used to be a lot better every year. They were ranked one, two, or three along with Air Force, averaging well over 200 yards per game, usually getting close to 300 yards per game with the rule change in the modified offenses. Army ranks 11th this year, averaging 202.9 rushing yards per game, and Navy ranks 16th, averaging 196 rushing yards per game. And here's the thing. They're not really throwing the ball much more to make up for the lost rushing yards. Army ranks 131st, Navy ranks 132, and then the only team behind them is Air Force. Um, so super bad offenses. Defensively, Army ranks 118th in yards per play, but they have improved a little bit later on in the year. Navy ranks 7, 75th in yards per play allowed. On paper, Navy has the better defense, so I'm going to take the points and Navy. Um, and I'm also going to take the under this year, mm. under 27 and a half. There's a 28 and a half, believe it or not. And let me see. Uh, it is juiced, but you can get a, so you can probably get to a 28. 28 and a half is minus 120. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what it, what it does as the week goes on, but I wanted to just, okay, so I'm on Navy. I'm going to take Navy with the points. Um, I'm a close personal friend with Tyler Vitae's mom. So uh, I told her good luck. I said, go Navy beat army. I did. I can I can show it to you. She <laughs> loved it too. She put the heart on it. So it's kind of set in stone there. That that decision was pretty much made. I will say I bet on Navy when they played Air Force. They wouldn't put Levitai in for the entirety of the game. I was begging for him to do it. He's been battling injuries. And then they put him in late randomly. He was just all of a sudden okay. And immediately the offense sparked. Uh there was an unfortunate tip ball pick six that was uh, the difference maker in them covering or not, but they would have they would have been live in this game. They would have had a chance to go down and win the game. So Army did beat Air Force. This is an Air Force team that got exposed late down the stretch to not be as good as we thought they were, or as good as they looked to be in the beginning of the year. But so I think a lot of people may look at that and go, Army beat them twenty three to three. Navy lost seventeen to six. It was a tip ball. It shouldn't have been a pick six. Uh, you take that away, and then. Navy was the, the offense sparked when Levite got in. So I'll take Navy plus three just out of principle. It's not even principle, but I kind of wanted to take the over because it's like 16 years in a row, the under. Maybe we get back to back overs. Four touchdowns. Yeah, that's why it's, I'm thinking no way there's back to back overs. It, it took a fucking miracle, a work of, of God to yeah, go you had to over, get to overtime. Year. Double overtime. 10 to 10. Double overtime at the end of regulation. I just, it's like I like to think like it's Army Navy. They're going to pull out all the stops. They're going to be doing trick fucking throws. The problem is, is they suck more now. No, I know. And I've said it a million times. There is no Malcolm Perry in this game. Um, but under four touchdowns, dude. I mean, <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I thought about taking the Army team total under, but it's like set at 14 and a half. On Fandles was the only place I could find it, but oh, God right now I'm not going to mess with that. I'll take under 28 because the 28 is available. So I'll take under 28, I guess. This is going to be the year of everybody riding the same thing, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, I'll take Navy plus three, and I'm going to take the under 
28. This is just one of those games like like if it goes over, you're gonna be like, of course it fucking goes over. Like it's so low. And then if you bet the over, you're like, why the fuck did I bet the over in the service academy game? Like why did I bet an over in Army Navy? So we'll go under. Joseph, what are you taking? Navy plus three. Okay. Is that it? Yeah, no, I'm not on the total now. Well, that's gonna have to be locks then. So that's your lock. My lock's gonna be uh Navy plus three as well. Yeah, mine's Navy. Okay. There you go. Uh a consensus. Go Navy beat Army, Miss Levitai. Uh good luck to you. And if she's not playing, God, I'm go I mean, if he's not playing, I'm gonna message the shit out of her. I'll tell you that. I'll say thanks for fucking nothing. Thanks for nothing. Thanks for no edge. Um all right, let's get into NFL. We'll try to speed it up a little bit. We're approaching an hour ten. Uh, rough week for me. I don't know how y'all did. I know how I did. Um, Cowboys minus nine. They end up winning by six and had a chance to get lucky and backdoor this, but they didn't deserve it. The the fucking Deron Bland got exposed. People were trying to tell me like that was the worst half I've ever seen of a fucking quarterback. It was just statistically the worst half of any quarterback this year. Um. So whatever, Cowboys minus nine. They went by six. Lions Saints under forty six was a bad pick. Um, there was fifty eight, sixty one points scored. Um, yeah, it was twenty to one or nothing. Like that. Yeah, the 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 interception right in the beginning. Um, it was bad news all around. Bad pick. Forty ers minus three. We were both on it. They dominate Philly. Yep, on the road, dominate them. The Forty ers are the best team in football. Um, that was an extremely impressive win. Bad weather in the forecast. Brock Purdy still went out and threw four touchdowns. Um, then we had the Chiefs minus six and a half. And this never had a chance. The Chiefs defense, I don't know what happened to them, but I know what happened to their offense. <laughs> the same thing that's happened all fucking year because they scored what? One touchdown? Um, They had 19 points. They scored two touchdowns. What, they go for two? Oh, they did go for two. I, do, I remember it. Yeah, two touchdowns. Yeah, they ran it. Yeah, that was Fucking so stupid. Dipshits. So stupid. No touchdowns in the first half. Six points in the first half. Yeah. Do you agree that they have a problem on offense? Um, I don't know. What do you mean? I mean they don't really have a problem moving the ball and scoring it. Yeah, I mean, you double-team Kelsey, who's going to fucking catch it? It's going to come down to Kim Pacheco, who looked But it's great. like in the first half, they have fucking t- the two sacks when they were about to score. It's like mm-hmm. they make, they've made a lot of mistakes this year, especially in this last game. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, dude, the Packers have offensively have been looking pretty sharp. Yeah, it, and it quickly became like fuck because they did look good on Thanksgiving. And Jordan- yeah, and even the week before that, they, they – yeah. Started a game momentum. Yeah, so Jordan Love's clearly getting comfortable, but this was more of a, I thought that the Chiefs would be able to score enough and that the defense would do well and give Jordan Love problems. And I was kind of a bet against Jordan Love and that he's not figured it out to the extent that he apparently has. But And honestly, the Chiefs' defense settled in, but the first half was yeah. fucking brutal. So that was annoying. Um but it is what it is. I go one and three on the week. Don't hit the lock. It's been a rough week. It's been a rough week and a couple weeks in terms of locks. 30 and 35, six and seven of my locks of the week. So we got to do better and we will do better. Uh, you had three plays. We were pretty much on everything except the Cowboys first half. Yeah. They were only up by one, I think, at halftime. Uh-huh. Um, 
49ers minus three. Steamrolled them. Um, the Chiefs, we talked about it. They were down by eight. I mean, it's worth mentioning, I guess, but the Chiefs would have had a chance to bring it to overtime. They wouldn't have been able to cover the spread, but I had them in a teaser. Yeah. And then there was a miss pass interference call that would have gotten the ball inside the five-yard line, and the Chiefs would have had a good chance to score at least and maybe make the two-point conversion. But, yeah, we talked about it. Packers look good on offense. The defense is, is good, too, generating pass rush. But the Packers are a team to watch, I think. Like in the postseason? Uh, just for the rest of the season, maybe, yeah, and the yeah. hunt. Okay. Uh, Joseph, how did you do? Uh, one and two. Okay. Uh, Thursday night, I was on the Cowboys as well, uh, minus nine. Uh, and then I kind of was betting against Jordan Love as well, taking the under. I thought the Chiefs defense would get to them, being that they're a young team. But he looked good. We talked about it. They looked good. Uh, so that under didn't hit. And then my lock was the only one that hit. This is like two or three weeks in a row with the Jets unders. So Falcons jet un- Jets under 34. Uh, my lock was the only one that hit. That brings me to a total of 21 and 32 overall and 5 and 8 in my locks. Okay. Alrighty. We look ahead to Thursday, and it is another good one. The Patriots and Steelers. Steelers are at home. Uh, the total sits at 29 and a half points for a professional football game, and the Steelers are favored by six. I'll go first. I'm taking Philly. I mean, oh, fuck, dude. That's what I said. I, keep, I can't. I don't know. I'm just throwing out what's whatever pops into my head. I'll go first. I'm going to take the Steelers minus six. The demise of the Patriots is so firmly upon us, just like the demise of Bama should have been at the beginning of the season, whenever they were benching Milrow for Buckner and losing, <laughs> to, losing to Texas. But here they are in the college football playoff. Um, rest up, Jordan Travis. Steelers minus six. Uh, Patriots are two and ten on the year, one and four on the road. Uh, they're horrific on offense. Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi doesn't matter. What did they? They just lost to the Chargers six to nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, good defense. Sure, points five are five and a half points spread. Points are going to be tough to come by. Don't get me wrong. Uh, don't be shocked when the Steelers' defense forces a turnover. And Trubisky, Pickett's sprained ankle. They're the same person. They're the literal same person. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't care. I'm not worried about that even in the slightest. This is going to be a tough watch. Um, to be honest, what they should do is take the Steelers out because their starting quarterback's hurt, and let's put a better team in. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I'm going to take the Steelers minus six. What are you taking? The under 30. Okay. Um, Patriots rank six in yards for play allowed. Pitt, we think of them as having a really good defense, but um, – they're really below average in yards per play allowed. 20th in the league. Um, I think part of that's because their offense is so dog shit. Yeah, I mean, they give up some yards against the run, and but uh, Ramondre Stevenson, I think, is injured. Um, yep, he is. Pitt turns a, turn, will turn you over. So yeah. that's where you got to get worried about with this under. Is like, um, are they going to benefit from – Good field position from turnovers or something like that, but um, yes, New England's offense twenty eighth in the league in yards per play. Pitts twenty fifth in the league in yards per play. 
points per game. New England's dead last, 12.3 points per game. And Pitt is 28th, 16 points per game. So I'm just going to take the obvious play here, the under 30. Um, It's super low, but these teams suck. Yeah. Joseph, what are you taking? I'm going to take the Steelers team total under 17.5. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Patriots playing very good defense right now. Like you touched on, they held the Chargers to six points last week. Um, the Steelers, we talked about them as well. They're dealing with injury. Um, Trubisky's going to be starting. Their offense has been very bad. Maybe not as bad as New England's, but still bad. Um, I just see the Steelers struggling against this tough Bats defense at home. So I'm going to take their team total under. Oh, what a mistake. Joseph clearly doesn't know that Mitchell Trubisky's an MVP. So <laughs> good luck. Y'all are going to both pay the price there because uh, Trubisky's going to re- reignite his career. He's going to go ahead and say it was Matt Nagy's fault, not mine. And this is a golden opportunity. Matt Canada's out. Trubisky's got a, a better arm. Trubisky's going to lead us to victory here by at least 14 points. Um, 14 to 0 is fine with me. So before we get to the rest of the card, I understand my fantasy team has been the biggest um, regret and just not living up to – Potential, but your team stinks. <laughs> huh? Oh, yeah. his team sucks. He's in first. Not for long. Oh, yeah, for long. Oh, Finishing okay. the season. I, Alex I about to being... jump you. Hold on. Not you. Yeah, you. What are you talking about? Alec is eight and five. Did Alec just lose? Yeah. Yeah. And oh, Alec... he wasn't supposed to. You're me lucky. And, me and Alec are fighting for second. Oh, for you're lucky. His team stinks. Oh, I thought you meant literally, like, record-wise, like, what? No, I meant, like, at this point in like time, because I've needed you to win two weeks in a row, which, that's granted, I didn't that. win this week. That's why you're saying it. Uh, nope, look at his team. That, that's why I'm saying it. He knows it, too. That's why he did. he's not disputing it. I'm not worried. <laughs> yeah, right. You're more worried today than you were a month ago. Yeah, but it's like fantasy football, dude. You don't just fucking... Win every game. Your team's a shell of itself. I was looking at your at your bench and all Dude, the, I the have injuries. Kenneth Walker's coming back. Are you positive? Yeah, not hundred percent positive, <laughs> but he's eventually going to come back. You better hope it's within the next two weeks. No, I better hope him? it's by playoffs, which is two weeks, week? right, or three weeks? Are you starting him this week if you if you play? Yes. Him? Oh, because I was wondering because you have Kareem in there right now, and I'm playing you, so I was hoping you wouldn't because I'm trying to get that second. Uh, okay, the second round spot. All I need is a. Holmes and Kelsey, what the fuck? What the fuck? That's what I'm saying. They have a problem on offense. <laughs> Score a touchdown, Kelsey. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You have a problem. You should definitely be worried. You had the clear-cut best team, and then all of a sudden a, flip, a switch flipped, and then now now you're vulnerable. More than vulnerable. I'm not too worried. But you are worried. I'd rather it be happening now than a couple weeks from now. There's ebbs and flows. There is. Highs and lows. This is a low. Setting out for a high. Can only hope. All righty, we look ahead to Sunday. Um, who feels good about anything? Um, I feel good about my lock, but the other play, not really. This is like I was looking. I said, when did the NFL become like a shit league? Because everybody sucks. There's nobody's good at quarterback except for Brock Purdy. So I'm going to uh, take the 49ers. Minus six and a half, first half bet against the sea, uh, Seahawks. Yeah, we just, they saw, just played. Yeah, Thanksgiving, they beat the dog shit out of them. In Seattle, um, which kind of worries you a little bit, laying the full game, ten and a half. 
So I'm going to go ahead and bet on the 49ers to get off to a fast start against the Seahawks. Okay. I'm going to take the Browns minus three. I'd be very surprised if Trevor Lawrence plays. Yeah. Very surprised. Uh, Jaguars are great on on the road, 5-0. But when you don't have your starting quarterback, who's not even really that good, um, they think he avoided major injury. So it's just a high ankle sprain. I would be shocked if he played. So I will, uh, I'll lay the three points with the Browns. What is your first one for Sunday, Joseph? There is a lot of weather this week as well. Um, one that I'm looking at is Rams at Ravens. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and lay. I, can you check and see if there's a seven? I thought there was a seven, but I'm only I seeing seven, seven and a half now. Uh, I'm going to lay the points with the Ravens. There is a 65% chance of rain in Baltimore and 22 mile per, mile an hour winds. It's going to be nasty. Yeah, there's a seven. There's multiple seven. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm going I'm to back the Ravens minus seven. Um, I think the be- the weather benefits Baltimore more at home. Their heavy run attack wearing down the Rams defense. And they Baltimore also has the third-ranked red zone defense, giving up a touchdown on only 37% of opponents' red zone trips. So I think potentially the Rams could get down there and get stuffed. And with these heavy wins, we could see some missed field goals or they might go for it on fourth. I think it could be ugly. But I think the Ravens' run attack will make the difference in this one, so I'm going to back on minus seven. Okay. Uh, my next one, I'm going to take the Bengals, minus one at home. Sorry, plus one. Plus one. Plus yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, Browning. He looked great. Did not look bad at all. He looked very good. Um, I'm I'm going to back the Bengals. Joe Mixon's running the ball well. The Bengals are still a good team. They would be in the mix for everything if Joe Burrow did not get hurt. If Jake Browning can play like he played the other night, They'll beat the Colts. So Yeah, I think I'm going to take the Bengals as well. I'm actually going to take the Bengals as well. Okay, there you go. That is a consensus lock. Not a lock, but a consensus bet all around the table on the Bengals plus one. Um, This is this is a passion play. I'm going to take the Carolina Panthers plus five and a half. Oh, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my god! I am going to take the Carolina Panthers plus five and a half. Mm, mm, mm. Take that for what it's worth. The Carolina Panthers fucking suck. So, if we lose to the Panthers, that fucking be the cherry on top. They'd have to fire them. Yeah, you'd have to. I Panthers mean, they, lose. They played, always lose. They played against the Bucks. Yep. Yeah, Carolina Panthers plus five and a half. Why are the Saints laying nearly six points on anybody? Don't know. Won't ever know. Um, Derek Carr concussion protocol. Derek Carr's. That's gay. it. Yeah. Well, they think, oh, he hurt. Yeah, I don't know. He's always fucking hurt. Anytime the game's out of hand, anytime the game's out of hand, he magically gets hurt every fucking time. Every time. So, no, they can't fucking give me shit in the press conference because I'm hurt. That's what he's thinking, guaranteed. Um, You going to lay the two and a half with the Chiefs against the Bills? No, nah, if the Bills weren't coming off of a bye, I might probably take the Chiefs, but... um. Let's imagine that the Bills win this game. They go to seven and six, and then the Kansas City Chiefs go to eight and five. We might be eyeing down the first time that we see Mahomes play a road playoff game. Yeah, I mean, somebody else has got to win in that division. It would have to be the the Broncos or the Chargers. If the Broncos would have beat the Texans, they'd be right there. Well, Kansas City loses. Yeah, but they they could still win the division and have to play a road playoff game in the next round. Yeah. Yeah. I have my futures bet ten to one um, on the Ravens. It'll probably be a Ravens 49ers. 49ers uh rematch in the Super Bowl. That'd be sick. Mm-hmm. 
they say the colors have something to do. Like last year it was green and red. Yeah. Eagles, Chiefs. Huh. Um, this year it's purple and red. Holy shit. What colors are you talking about? Oh, of the Super Bowl? Yeah, they like put a little like a <laughs> gradient color in the background of the logo. Beautiful. I'll bet my fucking ass on the 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have just my lock left. Yeah, me too. What about you? I have just my lock left. All right. Time for our best bets of the week. It's a lock, Kramer. You've had this thing under control for almost three years now. But it's a lock. They need that fucking juice. They need that next bet. They need, come on, come on. Yes! <laughs> when they win, they go fucking crazy. Oh, my lock of the week is going to be the Dallas Cowboys. Minus three at home playing the Eagles. The Eagles are frauds. The Eagles are getting exposed. Um, they're still good, but Cowboys are 6-0 at home. They're playing good football. Uh, that's pretty much all I got. Cowboys should have beat them earlier. I think the Cowboys are playing the best they played all year. Uh, Dak Prescott, we're going to go back to the well. We're going to go back to the well again. Three points at home for an Eagles team that's played a lot of close games down the stretch, a lot of a lot of hard-fought games. Uh, now you got to go on the road against a division rival. A huge game with plenty of implications. The, the division's still in play for the Cowboys, um, and this game will pretty much decide it. So give me Dallas minus three at home. Yeah, I'm on the Cowboys. Cowboys as well. Really? Yeah. Huh. I knew we were on the same lock, though. How'd you know? Because you didn't say it as a regular pick. I knew you were going to be on. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Dak Prescott. All right. You got anything for it? Uh, they're just playing better than the Eagles right now. So. Yeah, no, pretty much. I think the Eagles, I mean, the overtime win against Buffalo. But to, the way they just got trounced by San Francisco was kind of alarming. But you've got the four-point win against Kansas City, uh, the five-point win against Dallas, uh, one-score win against Washington. They haven't really looked, like, spectacular. So, I mean, they lost to the Jets, which was alarming. But the overtime win against Washington, a five-point win against New England, they're not as dominant as they were last year. Yeah. Um, they don't look like what a 10-2 and two team no. generally looks yeah. like. No. And the whole NFL is like this. Nobody's playing well other than the 49ers, it seems. Yeah, talent all across the board. is Like everybody, yeah. there's the quarterbacks. I'm like, who's this quarterback? Who's DeVito? Who's fucking <laughs> Trevor Simeon's getting in the game? Jake Browning. Joe Flacco's back. Yeah, it's a weird It's a weird year for sure. It's like, where's all the quarterbacks? Yeah. They're hurt or they suck. Yeah, I think this is a really good opportunity, especially for, I mean, Dallas just lost to Philly. So if Dak Prescott could get a size fucking eight foot in bounds, uh, we could be looking at a different story here. Um, but the division's very much still in play. So this is a game that they got to have. I, I think uh, I think after what you did against San Francisco, getting blown out of the water like that, Dallas has to have this game. They have to come out and handle business here and show that, okay, they're the real deal. Because if you get blown out or just really beat on your home field by Philly, then it's like, okay, it's very top-heavy in the NFC. It's Philly and it's the Niners, again. So Dallas can kind of see themselves out of the equation at that point. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think Dallas is going to win this game probably pretty handily. So 
What's your lock of the week, Joseph? For the third week in a row, I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep taking it until it doesn't hit. I'm going to the Texans at the Jets. I'm gonna take the under thirty two and a half. Uh this this total opened at thirty eight and a half. It is the all the lines have dropped significantly. There's gonna be bad weather in this one as well. So bad weather in the Jets. I'm definitely going to take the under for the third time in a row. That's the only bet I seem to have been hitting in the NFL. Uh, the Jets can't score the ball. We know that. But I think I like the under more here because of their defense. And it's going to be a very tough test for C.J. Stroud. I love Stroud. I love what I've seen from him. He's been fantastic. But this is a tough test on the road in bad weather. Missing his main target, Tank Dell, who's out for the season and potentially out his starting tight end, Dalton Schultz. So they're dealing with injuries. Uh, He's coming off three straight home games in controlled weather inside. So I just, against that Jets defense, it's going to be tough. I'll take that low number, 32 and a half under. All righty. There you go. That is our best bets for NFL. Um, Just so we didn't recap college, one month to recap. We're all on Navy plus three. Uh, Me and Nick are on the under 28. And then, NFL recap, Thursday night, I'm taking the Steelers minus six, the Panthers plus five and a half, um, Browns minus three. It doesn't feel right betting against the Saints, but this isn't the Saints that I know and love. I'd rather Aaron Brooks be under center. Browns minus three, Bengals plus one, my lock of the week's the Cowboys minus three. Patriots, Steelers under 30, 49ers minus six and a half, first half, Bengals plus one, and the Cowboys minus three are the lock. Uh, Patriots Steelers. I'm going Steelers team total under 17 and a half. I'm taking the Ravens minus seven, the Bengals plus one, and for my lock of the week, Texans at, at Jets under 32 and a half. There you go. That is our best bets. Uh, a complete and absolute turnaround in college football. I said it was going to happen. It had to happen. Um, good thing is we can't fucking go back into the gutter after this week. But then everything kind of gets going. Bowl season is upon us. Uh, a lot of plays, a lot of games to pick from. Uh, you're laying it with – are you taking the points with Bama, right? For the uh, playoff game? Yeah. I'm undecided yet. What do you mean? I haven't made up my decision. But they deserve to be there. It's a talk for another day. Anything to say before we go? Good luck. All right, y'all have a good one. Who that? Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this because a little bit that I rushed. It felt like I rushed. That was good. I liked it.